Welcome to episode 131 of the Business Fabulous Podcast. Today, we are talking about six separate and very easy ways to increase your online sales and business growth. Stick around for the good stuff. Hey there, I'm Bonnie L. Frank, former teacher and college professor turned entrepreneur overnight who started a coaching business from scratch and coached thousands of business owners worldwide to grow their businesses, and I saved them money doing it. After producing over 4,000 live stream broadcasts, I thought it was about time for a podcast. This podcast, where I share easy hacks for your business, your money, and a fabulous life. Are you ready? It's time to get fabulous. Welcome back to the episode. Today, we're discussing how you can increase your online sales and your business growth. I'm going to go over six super easy, but very, very important ways to do this. You might want to take some notes. The first one involves Google Analytics. Now, if you don't yet have your Google Analytics hooked up to your website, I suggest that you stop listening and you do that ASAP. So how do you hook up your Google Analytics to your website? First of all, it's totally free. And if I were you, I would literally Google just that. I would go onto YouTube, actually, and I would Google hook up Google Analytics to, and then you should fill in the kind of website you have. So I have a Kajabi website. So I would put attach Google or set up Google Analytics with Kajabi website. And then I would put the year 2022 is the year when I'm recording this episode. So you go ahead and put in whatever type of website platform you have and whatever year you have. And then probably there will already be a wonderful and very easy to follow tutorial on exactly how to do that. If there isn't a tutorial, you could make one and get more people coming to your YouTube channel, or you can see if there's a blog post on it. Whatever type of website platform you have should actually have a tutorial. I know Kajabi has tutorials, so you might want to check that out as well. But that is the very first thing. You should already have Google Analytics hooked up to your website. Now, what does Google Analytics do exactly? And why is Bonnie telling you to make sure right now, quick, run, don't walk, to make certain that you've got Google Analytics hooked up to your website? That is because, first of all, it's Google. And I feel very comfortable with what Google provides in terms of products and services. And it's free. And it can give you 24 7. 365 analytics for everything that's going on with your website. So for example, if you want to know who's coming to your website and where they're coming from, you can find that out with your Google Analytics. If you want to know how well your Facebook ads are working in terms of where are they coming to your website, which pages are they going to, And do they go to any other pages after that particular page that the ad sent them to? What journey are your people going on? How much of your website are they consuming? 
What is your bounce rate? How fast are they bouncing off of your website once they're there? What are the demographics of your website visitors and oodles and oodles of other analytics? All of these things you too can find out via your Google Analytics. Now, if you want to know how to read your analytics, how to make sense of them, you could certainly Google that information. I also have multiple tutorials on understanding and reading your Google Analytics in the Social Media Marketing Cafe. So if you want access to the 100 plus tutorials that are inside the cafe, go ahead to bit.ly forward slash get the cafe, bit.ly forward slash get the cafe, all lowercase, no spaces, and opt in and you'll have access to all the tutorials immediately. And there's tutorials specifically on reading and understanding your Google Analytics in there. So Google Analytics is all about your web traffic and who are they, what are they about, where are they going, how much of your website are they consuming, and it will really give you a good understanding on what's working in terms of what's already on your site, what's being consumed, what's being completely ignored, and how well are those landing pages that you've set up, how well are they doing. So you can see all of that and more. And when you actually check your analytics, and I do suggest that you check them at least once a week, like maybe every Monday morning, every beginning of the week, you're going to check your Google Analytics first thing. You're going to check all your analytics first thing. That's what I do. I check my Google Analytics and I check the insights on each of my social media platforms. And I record that every single Monday morning so that I can compare it to the week before and I can see how everything is doing and I can see how every platform is growing and I can see how many more followers I have, how many more visitors to the website. I can see how my landing pages are doing in terms of my challenges and other things that I have that people can opt into. All of that's available to me at any time and I like to record it once a week. So that's the first way to increase your online sales and your business growth. You've got to have a way to measure your growth and you've got to have a baseline with which to compare anything in the future. You can't possibly know if you've grown if you don't have anything to compare it to. So that's how you can create the baseline and it's how you can track your growth as well. Google Analytics. Now, the second thing I want you to think about is the customer journey. What is the customer journey that you are creating for your customers? What is the journey that you are very strategically, very intentionally creating for the people who follow you, for the people in your audience? What's the journey that you are taking them through when they opt into anything on your website? What happens when somebody clicks on a link on your Twitter bio or a link on your Instagram bio? What happens? And then what happens after that? And then what happens after that? What is the customer journey that you're taking them on? And a lot of people don't really think about this. They think customer journey is really only when you create a funnel. Or customer journey is something that the marketing team deals with and you never really need to think about it. And I think it's important for everybody 
every part of every business to be thinking about the customer journey. Because after all, that's really, truly what determines sales. Yes, the know, like, and trust factors involved, but you can know, like, and trust somebody, lots of people, in fact, and never buy from them. So what determines whether or not you click that buy button is everything else. It's how you get to know, like, and trust them. It's the journey that you're being taken on. It's how you're being nurtured. It's all of the information that you're getting all along the way, all of those touch points and all of the help that you're getting, all of the information that you're receiving, all of the good vibes that you're getting, all of that creates the customer journey. And I think that is absolutely crucial to increasing your sales and really helping with your business growth because the better the customer journey, the better the business growth, the more sales you're going to have. You've got to consider your customer. That's who all of this is for. That's what your business is about. The third thing I want you to think about is SEO and keywords and what in the world is on your pages of your website. So if you Google SEO, you'll see that it stands for Search Engine Optimization. In other words, how easily can you be found by Google? Well, a great way to be found by Google is to really work on your YouTube channel. YouTube is owned by Google, so it's always going to help. It's never going to hurt for you to have a YouTube channel. But beyond that, I want you to think about what keywords are you using on your website pages? And how often are you using those keywords or keyword phrases? You'll find more out about different opinions on exactly how many times you should be doing that when you Google the information. But basically, the bottom line is you need to decide which keyword is going to stand out on each individual web page. And you should be stating that keyword very intentionally around five to seven times, possibly more, depending on who you talk to. And it should not be the exact same word or keyword phrase on every single website page that you have. And you need to be picking one per page. So let's say that live stream is something that you want to be known for. Well, is it live stream or is it live streams or is it live streaming? Because those are three different ones. Those are three different keywords. So you need to choose which one you want to be known for, and then how you're going to work that into the copy that already appears on the website, or do you need to completely redo that website page entirely, or can you just hopefully make some tweaks to make sure that that one keyword or that one keyword phrase is really highlighted on that particular page of your website? So think about that. Think about your SEO. What are you being known for? What are people searching for when they're searching for you? And you can also find out more information. If you go into LinkedIn and you look at your insights, you'll see where your name came up in LinkedIn search when they were searching for certain things. You'll see where your name came up. And your name came up because of keywords and keyword phrases that you already have in your LinkedIn bio. 
So maybe you can replicate some of that information on your website so that you're not recreating the wheel. Hopefully that helps you. The fourth thing that I want you to think about is a landing page, and hopefully you have more than one, that has an opt-in. Now, an opt-in is something that you're giving away for free, and in exchange for you giving out this very valuable information, whatever it might be, it might be just some text copy, it might be a video, it might be a downloadable PDF, maybe it's a variety of things. When you are giving away this very valuable free information, people are opting into that gift with their email address. So they're paying, but they're paying with their email address instead of dollars and cents. So the landing page or the landing pages that have opt-ins, are you offering an immediate download? Are you offering some sort of video or video series? What are you providing? And why do you want to do this? And how in the world does that have anything to do with online sales or business growth? Well, it has a lot to do with it because you should always be growing your list. Now, I have other episodes about email marketing and your list and your email list. Just put that into the search and you'll see how many blogs and podcast episodes I have about that information. When people refer to your list, they mean your email list. And that is something that you always want to grow because every email list will have attrition. People will just sort of fade away. They'll either stop opening the emails entirely or they'll unsubscribe or they just get rid of that email. And so it's a hard balance. It never gets delivered. So you will, over time, have fewer people on your list just because of natural attrition And so you always want to add to your list. You always want to get more people on your list. And then you want to market them effectively and nurture the relationship and support them as much as you possibly can at least once a week. So when you have great opt-ins where people want to very eagerly give their email address in exchange for this valuable information, that grows your list and then you can nurture that relationship and that will, if you are effectively using email marketing, and I can give you more information about that, feel free to message me. When you are doing this, that should in turn end up in more sales. If you are using email marketing effectively, there's no reason that your business should not be growing. Your business should be growing from that on a consistent basis. The fifth way to increase your online sales and business growth is through follow-up. So after you've done all of this, after you've sent the emails and you've done the challenges and they've opted in for things and you've given out free content and you've done webinars and you've done clubhouse rooms and you've done reels and you've done TikToks and you've done podcast episodes and you've written blog posts and You've been interviewed in a bunch of different places. And after you've done all of these things, it doesn't always end up in a sale. Not always. And the way to really make the most of everything you're already doing is to follow up. Just because you told somebody you had something for sale does not mean 
Number one, that they heard you. Number two, that they paid attention. Number three, that they remembered. Or number four, that they even really understand what it is. And so they may not buy. Just because you told them doesn't mean they understand what you're talking about. Just because you know how very valuable and wonderful and helpful that new course of yours is does not mean anyone else understands it. It just means you know. Well, of course you know. It's yours. You created it. But you've got to make it crystal clear in the minds of your audience members. You've got to let them know in no uncertain terms exactly what they will get and exactly the transformation that they can go through with that new course of yours. You can't just tell them the name of it and that you've got it for sale and expect that anyone's going to pay attention, let alone understand you, let alone buy it. You've got to really, really make all of it clear. Let them know how important it is and how it can really help them, how it will support them, and how it will enhance their life. And you can't just tell them once. You need to follow up. You need to follow up with more DMs and more emails. Maybe you call them. Maybe you send them a personalized voice message or you send them a personalized video. Maybe you send an email out to a segment of people who attended the webinar or let's say at least half of the webinar but didn't end up buying. Well, then, and this goes on to number six, with your segmented lists, you want to send a specific email to a specific group of people for a specific reason. So everybody on your list should not always be getting the exact same email because everybody on your list has not had the exact same customer journey. And that goes back to number two. So everybody's customer journey is not identical. People will enter your list at all sorts of times. Maybe somebody's already had a a couple of touch points with you before they're ever on your list. They might have bought something from you and that was that's how they entered your list was buying something from you. And then maybe they go to a webinar and then maybe they end up in your Facebook group and then maybe all of these other things. Everybody's customer journey is going to be different. You can have a specific customer journey that you set up in terms of a funnel, but that does not mean that every single person on your list has the identical customer journey. So you need to segment your lists and tag people accordingly so that people who, for example, have seen two-thirds of your webinar but did not buy the product, those people will get an email that speaks to them, that speaks to the fact that they watched most of the webinar, so clearly they were interested in the topic, but for some reason they didn't buy the product. And because they missed the end of the webinar, they didn't get the whole story. So maybe you could fill them in on the end of it, what they missed, maybe with a few bullet points, and then maybe explain how that information is so crucial to understand how important the whatever it is you might want to be selling is to them. So you want to make sure that you segment your email list that you put people in the right group so that everybody gets the right communications from you. Everybody is not created equally in terms of your list. Some people have been on your list for years and years and years. 
Some people might have just opted in today. So everybody's going to have a different set of tags and will be a member of a variety of different segments of your list. I hope that these six ways really have you thinking a lot about how you intentionally are going about increasing your online sales and how you strategically are growing your business. Please feel free to reach out to me at any time on this topic or anything else I can help you with. You can email me, listener at bonnielfrank.com. You can also leave me a message on my SpeakPipe. Head over to my podcast page, bit.ly forward slash business fabulous. Right in the middle of the page is a bright orange button. Click the button and talk into whatever device you see that button on and leave me a voicemail. You can leave me up to a 90-second voicemail message. There's a lot of information you can say in 90 seconds. So feel free to leave me a question, a comment, whatever you want to let me know, let me know on my SpeakPipe. You can always DM me on social media as well. I would love to hear from you. I especially love hearing the voices of you listeners. And I love that you're listening to my podcast. I love that you are part of the Business Fabulous family. We will talk soon. Stay fabulous. Until next time, I love you.